gotta love technology, right? Yeah, it's pretty fucking awesome. Mm. I'm just not like as well versed at it, so. That's why you have but. folks like tech to you who sponsor the podcast. <laughs> thank, exactly. Thank you for that yes. product placement there. That was awesome. <laughs> uh, so, Jill, we've been talking for a long time. We've been uh, yeah. based socially connected for years. It feels like uh, through the Rad Radio Show, and mm-hmm. I've always. You know, we've always been gravitating towards the same uh, same idea, you know, just peace, love, harmony. And we we, we share enough of the energy work and we uh, I, I want to keep speaking for you. Um, but I know that you're you're really into um, the the holistic side of uh, of living. Um, so, Jill, why don't you tell us who you are and uh, why we're talking and, and tell us about the uh, well-being resource. OK. Yeah. So did you want me to start with well-being resource or me? Well, oh, you know what? <laughs> I guess it was born out of me. So maybe I'll start there. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so well-being resource, just a quick thing, is a directory of natural health and wellness practitioners throughout the greater Sacramento region. So it's a booklet. Um, I'm showing it to you through the little Beautiful. video we're on now. Is that the latest um, so edition? Bob, that's the latest edition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's out now and it's a free, it's really beautiful. It's really my art. Uh, it's my creative outlet. I put a lot into just making it super beautiful and just a way where people can just kind of look through and be inspired with quotes and then beauty um, from front to back and then also just a bunch of different holistic resources there's so many different um, ways of natural healing that a lot of people just don't know about and there's different things that will work for different people and also different practitioners that will um, resonate uh, with different people based on what it is that they're needing Um, And how it was born was, um, you know, sometimes this was way back in the day before internet was as prolific as now. So I just started putting together a little makeshift website of all different yoga studios and wellness practitioners. And um, just because it was hard for me to find what I was looking for. So I was like, oh, let me just make a little directory. That's one um, thing that I've noticed know, just, uh, th- that for, especially for people who are new to this kind of thing, they always say the same thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know where to look. I don't know where to start. I don't even know what some of the words mean um, because it's such mm-hmm. an eclectic uh, g- uh, c- gathering. I mean, how hard was it for you to put all that stuff together? It seems like that, that kind of seems like your niche to bring people together, right? Definitely. I'm a consolidator, I think, in just more ways than just well-being resource. I love to just connect things mm-hmm. and just make things very convenient and easy to find. So, um, yeah, I pretty much just started with what I was familiar with and started putting that together. And then as I did that, I started learning more and more about all the different types of wellness options available and people and just started learning more and more and there were things that i was more attracted to that really worked well for me and some things that didn't do it didn't feel like it did anything at all for me but for other people 
they had very powerful um, uh, effects. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so just different different things for different people. And you're you're providing this resource to people mainly in the Sacramento, Placer, El Dorado, and Yolo counties. Um, but yeah. but that's a pretty broad spectrum. I mean, even if our Reno listeners wanted mm-hmm. to come down and and uh, actually. If you if you can't get the uh, copy of the well-being resource at any of the locations that you can find at ilovewellbeing.com, um, you can mm-hmm. get the digital version, right? Did you did you post the newest edition on? Yeah. On yep. There's a digital version, and then there's also a way where people can just order it, and I can mail it to their home. So it's free throughout the region. Um, and then you know if you do want me to mail a copy, there's a little fee just to cover my costs. Mm-hmm. Um, but then yeah, there's also the digital version. So I wellbeing.com, like you mentioned, is the website, and then forward slash distribution. And on that page, it has all the places where people can pick up. Mm-hmm. It has the digital version that you can just flip through or a link, um, you know, if you wanted a copy mailed to you. It's a beautiful website and a beautiful looking. Re- you said oh, you do thanks. all of the art? Um, well, I work with a designer, different designers. So I'm, I would say I'm more, to, more of like the art director. Like I know what I want nice. and I'll tell them. <laughs> yeah. And then they'll kind of put something together and then I'll fine tune and tweak it until it's, what I love. This whole thing I'll is all about collaboration, you know. You're yeah, sh- that's true. You're show- yeah. showcasing artists. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, now let's get back to you. How have you always been into this mumbo jumbo stuff, or is there some is there something <laughs> that happened that made you go, "Wow, okay, this resonates with me"? You know, I would have to say I think I'm very naturally inclined to the mumbo jumbo. Um, <laughs> very. So my first experience with it, well, actually, right before my first experience with it, my brother and I were on our way to American River College, is where we went to junior college. ARC. And we were run- ARC, hey. <laughs> and we were running really early. So I saw this herb store on our way. I was like, oh, let's stop there and just peek through. Herb store, and, you say? You know, we were yeah <laughs> yeah it was prior to the ganja stores oh, it, was, it was back okay. in gosh when was this this was like 1994 no 1995 is when this happened way back in the day How i wasn't even i wasn't even 10 i was nine years old now at, at this herb at this herb store do you get like teas or or, or stuff like that because i i'm drinking tea right now i've got uh throat coat Oh my gosh. Should we tell people what your coffee cup says? Yeah. It says coffee makes me poop. (laughs) Nothing but the truth here, people. It does. And I have my um, vegan uh, strawberry, raspberry, homemade almond milk, and protein uh, shake is what I'm drinking right now. So, So, yeah. So, so does that make you poop too? Sorry. Sorry. Um, I'm sorry. You know what it is? <laughs> it just keeps me, you know, going naturally. Hey, yeah. So keeping it regular. Yeah. So I'm all good in that arena with all my, you know, fruits and veggies. I'm sorry, veggies. I, I, I didn't tell you so. we were going to get into that today. So I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it. it's very important to one's health and wellness. <laughs> the more we talk about it, the more you normalize it. <laughs> so. 
the herb store. So they had um, many healing herbs. So not really teas at the store. They more had just various herbs and capsule and tincture form. Mm-hmm. Tinctures like the alcohol based with the herbs and you just drop it under your tongue. Mm-hmm. And then there's capsules where you just you know take them like a vitamin. And so we were just looking through and I was just asking them questions, not because I needed anything. I was just really curious. Um, and then we left. And then about two weeks, gosh, to a month, somewhere in that range later, um, I remember it was Christmas Eve, 1995, and uh, we were smoking, my brother and I were visiting uh, my cousin's family in LA. We were smoking weed, and all of a sudden, oh yeah, it was bad, it was was not allowed, it was not legal back in the day. Anyways, (laughs) And um, all of a sudden, he he can smoke and smoke and smoke. I'm more of a lightweight. So he was like, oh, wow, this weed is even too trippy for me. Wow. So all of a sudden, that made me trip out. So I st- my heart started beating really fast, and I didn't know what was happening. I just thought, uh-oh, what's going on? You know, it's like, am I having a heart attack? What's going on? So it turns out when I went to the doctor the next day, I um, was having an anxiety attack Mm. is what they said it was. They're like, oh, no big deal. It's just an anxiety attack. Here's some drugs. So they prescribed me some pharmaceuticals, which I tried for like a couple days. And it honestly, it made me feel worse. It was like I was... uh, anxious on my outer body like um oh i'm sorry no i was still anxious on my inner body like feeling like that heartbeat and just kind of uneasy and then the outer body i felt sluggish and just i couldn't really move around as much as normal so it was a really bad combination so the pharmaceuticals kind of like drugged my outer body but my inner body was still anxious i was like this is not going to work for me. So I was like, I wonder if that herb store I went to has any feedback or anything for me. So I came, this was only after maybe three days of being on the pharmaceuticals. It was just that bad. It was, it was really bad. So I decided to trust myself. So I went to the herb store and he did something called iridology, which is where you're looking at the eyes and different things going on with the eyes, as well as, a um, Ayurvedic or Chinese, uh, pulse um, testing in your wrist, but different than just testing your heartbeat, Mm -hmm. but just really looking at a deeper level of what's going on. So he was like, well, you've only been on the pharmaceuticals a few days, drop those, uh, just because it's not really full, your body hasn't really made it a habit, you're not addicted, you know, to them at this point. Um, And have, you know, take these herbs. So I was like, all right. So I started taking the herbs. And um, it took a couple days. I was starting to feel a little better. It took a couple days. And then within a week, I felt better than I did before all of this happened. Like, I didn't even know I had anything going on prior to this. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. I call him. I go, oh, my gosh. I'm cured. You cured me. This is great. He's like, oh, you feeling. know, keep taking them. What's that? I said, that's an amazing feeling. Oh my God, it was such, I felt so relieved, you know? And um, he's like, keep taking them, half the dosage, keep taking it until the bottles are gone. He's all, because with the herbs, it's healing 
you on a root level. The pharmaceuticals typically, depending on what they are, um, typically it's just masking the symptoms. It's not healing you. It's not healing what was the underlying um, issue. So I was like, okay. So I finished out the bottles and I just felt so great. And I was like, wow, I could have been on those pharmaceuticals potentially for the rest of my life and or gotten side effects and had to gotten on drugs for that. And I was just like, this is amazing. And I want to explore more and I want to share it with other people that, wow, they're, it's really not mumbo jumbo. Right. It's real. Yeah. It's just fun to say mumbo jumbo to identify it because it's <laughs> such a broad, there's so much out there. And this has been a lot of these remedies or techniques or tactics have been available for thousands of years. Um, and it, mm-hmm. so what what herbs did you end up taking that, that helped? Do you remember? You know what? I don't, I wish I had them with me. I, I always have some just on backup just in case yeah. you know if i'm feeling a little stressed but i i have them upstairs oh, so i don't have them oh, that's okay with me so it's like a, probably just a combination okay. of things and do they do they make it, it up is. specific to you no in this case um and they are i do want to mention too they're chinese herbs mm-hmm. so they are the five thousand plus year old uh um, healing that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. So it is definitely ancient healing, something they've been using for a long time to heal at a root level. Um, these specifically, no, when he, um, any skilled herbalist, they have different ways to really look and see what's going on with you based on symptoms, based on what's going on with your body. Um, so he prescribed them specifically for me for what was going on. And there are different combinations for different people, depending on what they might have going on. Interesting. And just like all of the natural health and wellness, uh, modalities, most often they are going to be customized to you. Yeah. So you, uh, your, you've, your world has changed. Your mind is blown. This whole new world has yeah. opened up to you and you want to share it. What? was the next mm-hmm. step for you? Did you just go, ah, I'm going to do a well-being resource and it's just, it just went in motion. <laughs> now I know that you've been doing it for a while. So the technology probably mm-hmm. wasn't as advanced as it is now, you know, how quickly things change. Um, so what was the, what was the etymology of well-being resource? Well, there was a lot <laughs> in between that and well-being resource. Um, we could touch on that too. We got all the time in the world. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, so, you know, I did start letting people know, you know, family, friends, you know, of course I shared, oh my gosh, this happened, you know, and I do have an aunt that's actually, I think, been on anxiety drug, you know, pharmaceuticals her whole life. So I was like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. So I would share it. And, you know, I have to say often with family, they're going to do their own thing unless they hear it from somebody else or they hear it from a doctor and that's fine. You know, they, they did their own thing. So I would share it and some people would be open to it and some wouldn't. Um, I then started, uh, just looking into yoga again. This was a long time ago too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This was maybe shortly after that time period with herbs. And, um, this is actually where wellbeing resource started the originations of it. So I, started practicing yoga at this time. This was in the um, 
late 90s. So it was, you know, I think there were only maybe three yoga studios in all of Sacramento. And I started practicing. And just when I first went to my class, I signed up for a six week series just to really get a feel for it. Mm -hmm. And I first went, I was like, oh, this is not for me because the lady was doing weird prayers and weird movements prior to the class. I was like, this is just weird. A little too no, I'm not into it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then after, uh, and then I was like, well, I'm going to stay here at least and do the class. And by the end of the class, I felt high. I felt amazing. I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I felt like I had a drug induced high. It just, I felt joyful. I felt like blissful. It was so amazing. So I was like, oh my God, this is for me. So just in an hour and a half, I just changed from this is weird <laughs> to this is the most amazing thing. Um, and then I went, I started just exploring more with yoga. I went on a uh, first timers yoga retreat at a place called Expanding Light, which is in Nevada City. And they had just some special discounted rate for people that had never been just to come try it. And um, that was really amazing. So it just kind of deepened just what I was into. And I had gone back to Expanding Light a couple of times and there was a moment, um, you know, I'm just skipping so many things, but that's okay. Oh, there was no. a moment that I was on <laughs> this um, area called, um, I'm trying to remember. I can't remember the name of it, but it was this beautiful view, Hermitage Village. It sounds so weird. It's called Hermitage Village. And uh, it's kind of where the yogi master, when he was alive, stayed. Mm. And there's just, and people who come to visit can check that out. And um, there's this gorgeous view that's like a 180 degree panoramic view that's overlooking the Tahoe Forest. Nice. And the energy is so dense, but joyful. It's like this, you could just feel the energy, which I'm not that way always, but when it is that way, I'll call it. It hits and you. And I it, just was there, like, There's something about places like that. And I, we all have one and it's, and it's just, it's usually mm -hmm. the most unsuspecting place, but I could think of a handful of places because I'm, I'm the same. I, I could pretty much empathically feel the the vibe in the room but it's not like something that's always at me like if melissa from sac spirit she's she's saying she's always seeing stuff and i i, I feel i don't i don't really feel it like that much but there's always those places that just feels like you were there before something about something about it that roots to you and it's just a profound feeling yes exactly i'd love to hear more about your places because i love to be i love i just it's oh. It just feels so good. You're so connected with nature. And honestly, like you feel like um, a spiritual energy too, you know, that just like a connection, I should say just a connection to all right. is what it felt like. And I just was like, you know, and they took a group there uh, that was staying at Expanding Light just to kind of view it. And everybody, I didn't get the impression that everybody felt what I felt. So everybody kind of went back into the building and I was like, I'm just going to stand out here for a few more minutes and just to enjoy it alone without any uh, sound, you know, other than nature. 
And I just was silent. And it was my second experience of something like this that happened where uh, something spoke to me. <laughs> um, and it said, and I wrote this down, I still have the journal that I, uh, that I brought with me there that day, but it said, you are the seeker of everything. Seek me and I shall show you all. And I was like, what the heck? That, because I don't use the words like shall, like <laughs> I don't use that. And I was like, this makes so much sense because I do, I'm into things. I love different kinds of things and exploring all different things. But this said, seek me and I shall show you all. So what was it? Now was it, it audible or was it just like a, just a voice in your head? Do you, like, can you describe it uh, at all? Yeah, it was, um, no, it wasn't audible. It was, it was within, mm -hmm. it was like in my head. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that sounds so weird, but it is. <laughs> but it, it does is. it. That's um, how it works. But I really, I really felt like for lack of better words, it would be God. Or, and I, you know, some people say, oh, hi, your higher self. But I'm like, you, or you know what it was, seek me. Um, You are the seeker of all. It was transverse. You are the seeker of all. Seek wow. me and I shall show you everything. And, and, you know, I have to say, I didn't follow that, you know, even though it's part of my life, you know, spirit or God or higher self, it's part of my life. I didn't, I didn't listen. I didn't follow it, but it was so clear. And I think why it was so clear is because it was so silent around me. I was in nature. I felt a connection and whatever it was. It was extending kind of its hand out to you. Really. It was inviting you along. It was. Yeah. But it I also was. think it could have been planting I, a seed for you just to be like, you know what, if, if mm -hmm. or when you're ready, I'm here. And it's almost reassuring that that comforting yeah. presence is there. That's true. And for me, I took it like, you know, if I, okay, it could even be just like be in nature more meditate more, allow those words of wisdom to come through instead of reading and seeking and getting advice and always going outward, um, allow the silence, allow the nature and allow that inner wisdom and or higher self and or God to come through. So I'm just putting it all together now while we're talking. Nice. But, you know, seek me, seek nature, seek solitude, seek quiet. Because we're all, especially now, I think, maybe more than ever, we're all listening to, you know, the news, um, you know, the radio, which we still want to do that. We still got to listen to the rad course, show because yes. we get, you know, some really good information. But what about the rest of the day? Are we still on social media all day, listening to the news, mm -hmm. listening to people's guidance or even more than guidance, opinions based on whoever they choose to listen to? So I feel like, you know, maybe that was just meant for this moment for me to share, you know, hey, let us listen to ourselves too. Let us be quiet, be in nature if possible, and allow that inner guidance and inner wisdom that we really all have as humans to come through. Because what, what we feel and what we know to be true 
um, is most important. And it's really hard to listen to that if we always have so much noise going around, um, you know, our ears, like, or our eyes. Um, it doesn't really allow that space to let true wisdom come in. Now you are the queen of finding the best secluded spots for those, for that relaxation you mentioned there. Um, and mm-hmm. it, I, you spoil all of your followers on Instagram and Facebook, excuse me, <laughs> with, uh, with all these amazing places that you visit, um, in the area. Now, as you, uh, as you have gone to these places and, First of all, I should probably explain what these places are. Um, these are a lot. You go to a lot of spas and retreats, and almost everything that you yeah. put in your resource is something that you have either been to or how does that how does that work um, as far as where you go and what you decide to put into the resource? Yeah. So um, many, not everybody that is featured in the guide have I been to. Many of them I have or at least the modality that they offer I've experienced. Um, So, you know, often if I do go somewhere, I'm like, this is amazing. And I do, you know, mention the well-being resource to them if they're not already familiar and, you know, offer that up. And then there are other people that just offer something that's of great value to the community. So they sometimes get in touch with me and see if it would be a good fit um, to be to be in the guide. Is it is it a challenging process to be a part of the guide? Uh, do you do you do some vetting of some sort to make sure that you're putting legit and good good uh, resources in there? Yeah, so there is an application process. So they they fill out the application and kind of put whatever certifications they may have. And um, I talk with them also, um, at least on the phone um, extensively, just to learn more about what they offer. And I'll look them up online too, just to make sure everything seems, you know, good to go. So yeah, there's a vetting process for sure. Um, At the same time, you know, I do invite everybody to have a consult with, you know, if there's somebody that they're interested in the directory, have a consult just to make sure it feels right for them, mm-hmm. you know, and look online and just to, you know, make sure it feels like a good fit for Absolutely. whatever they have going on. You mentioned that there's a lot of stressors. You, you, you know, we're all looking on social media, the news, and now more than ever, it seems like something like the well-being resources is, is a valuable tool for people, um, especially when it's just so hard to find information and, or even go places to find things out about trying to get help for the anxiety or trying to get a massage. Um, you, you mentioned you, you got a massage today. Now, is, is that privy? Can we say that? Or was this like a, a leg- yeah. okay. So what, so what was that like? First of all, I mean, during these COVID times, is it all masked and everything, or did you have to uh, follow any of those protocols? Um, so the practitioner did wear a mask um, the whole time. Um, she did give me the option to not because she didn't want it to affect my experience and my healing. Um, I'm a little bit like Rob where when I put that thing on, I might be okay for five minutes, 10 minutes. Um, but if I have it on for an extended period, I start feeling a little claustrophobic, I start feeling a dizzy sensation. Oh, you know, I, I see the purpose in them, but it's like, oh my goodness. So she gave that option, you know, Hey, I want this to be a 
healing experience for you. So if you feel more comfortable, you know, you can totally take it off. But she, yeah. And I think according to guidelines that you have going on, the practitioner does at least, you know, what's going on at the moment, they do wear one. And they're seeing more people a day. So I guess you know, that makes sense. And this was in Placer County. So it's a bit more open up than what's currently going on in Sacramento. Sacramento is a bit more locked down than Placer at the moment. Well, I, 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 we got kind of sidetracked. Sorry, my alarm goes off. I have multiple alarms that go off during the day to let me know you got to go back to work. Um, anyways, <laughs> that's okay. The, um, we got kind of got off track there, but I mean, see how easy it is to incorporate COVID into any conversation. It's just, yeah. it's just automatically affecting everything. So have you mm-hmm. personally noticed um, that the, everything that you're experiencing through your journey, do you think that there's some, some sort of heaviness about everything that we are experiencing? You know, it's definitely gone through different waves. Um, when it first started, you know, I wasn't hearing much about it. And, you know, early March, I believe, I really wasn't hearing much about it. And then I talked to my, you know, and wasn't take, you know, and, and did hear Rob's input, you know, but it just wasn't, it just wasn't on the news or anything else. And my brother was very cautious, very, he had some fear, you know, a little bit of fear going on in him and just very cautious. I was like, wow, okay, let me look more into this. And then when we went on lockdown in mid-March or shelter in place, sorry, (laughs) I call it lockdown because it kind of felt like that, but shelter in place in mid-March, I felt, you know, I'm an introvert. Mm -hmm. I tend to be a little bit more of a homebody. So, you know, I work from home too. So I didn't feel like it affected me as much as most people or many people. Um, And then as time went on, I missed the freedom to be able to go where I wanted, when I wanted. And, you know, and then of course the masks started coming into play and I just, the first time wearing a mask was just the weirdest thing, though I understood, you know, the whole whatever, everything and the reasoning. so, you know, yeah, I mean, in, in my industry that I serve, which are a lot of people, holistic practitioners, they were not a lot or, or even salon, you know, natural uh, hair salons, nails, um, estheticians, there's also holistic estheticians, and um, they were all unable to work. They weren't able to do anything. And at the time, the self-employed um uh self-employed unemployment wasn't in place so yeah i mean it was a hard time for a lot of people Mm -hmm. for sure and some of them still aren't aren't able they're still seven months or six months whatever we are now later are still not back to work um so it's definitely a hard time for a lot of people which makes this resource even more valuable there's so many good things in here i put it together one to make it easier for me to kind of find what i was looking for and i was like gosh this will be really beneficial for other people too you know to find what they're looking for and you know i did start putting together the site and then um i'll try to make this part pretty quick but i started putting together the site and was going to start rolling that out and then i went to the sacramento natural foods club and I saw a directory called a print guide 
that's similar to mine called Healing Artists of the Sacramento Region. I was like, oh, oh my gosh, this is this is what I'm doing. This is, oh my gosh, I need to connect with this person. Oh, you don't look so at it as oh, competition. <laughs> What's that? I said, uh, you didn't look at it like it was competition. I guess that would be no, that would be counterintuitive just, in the holistic community. I was just trying to be funny. Oh, it didn't work. <laughs> you know, there, there's people, you know, in every community, these guys that are, <laughs> you know, whatever they're humans but no i was like i need to collaborate i need to join forces because this is amazing mm -hmm. so i actually joined with her worked with her for a few years became co-owner of that we did that for about i think six years or so and then she you know at some point sometimes when you do something you're just not as passionate about it so she felt it was time for her to retire she was just like i just don't you know whatever for whatever reason it was she wanted to retire so we closed Healing Artists of the Sacramento Region. Sorry, it's a long one. Seth, okay. Healing Artists of the Sacramento Region with the intention of my just starting a new, you know, new name, new look and feel. Um, so, yeah, so we closed that. And I would say within three months, um, I started the new. So, you know, came up with the company name. That was another thing is, you know, for anybody out there is, thinking of maybe starting a business, um, I was like, gosh, how am I going to, what do I, I don't have a lot of time. What am I going to name this? And somebody I met, I knew named Brian Taylor. He says, you know what, just go in nature, write down any word that comes to mind that's related to the name. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay. So I just wrote down a whole bunch of words, holistic, natural, all these different words. And then um, nothing really felt right. And then I watched a movie, I think it was called I Am. Um, it was the director of Liar Liar. Um, oh, I know. Wrote, uh, did a documentary. It's a great movie. I wish I could remember. I think it's called I Am. Tom Shadiak. Shadiak? That's him. Yeah. Yeah, he also did uh, The Nutty Professor and Patch Adams and Bruce Almighty. Wow. Yes. So, so yes. he made this documentary? So he... Yes. Oh, you have to check it out. So he, he, something happened with him. It's, it was that long ago. It was nine years ago that I watched this documentary and I can't remember the exact reason, but it had something to do with money and just passion. And he just lost his passion for what he was doing. Wow. I believe the documentary was called I am. It is. And it was such, it was so great. Everybody check it out. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm assuming it's streaming somewhere. <laughs> And at the very end of the movie, and this was the same day I wrote down all the words, um, holistic, all these different words for my new business name. And at the very end, in the closing, uh, whatever, segment, <laughs> where they show, you know, who produced it, all this, the word well-being was there. And it, it in my mind, it like illuminated. I was like, oh, that's it, well-being. And then I put the gift. Resource, well-being resource, boom, that's it. Neither of those words came together when I was in the park writing down all the words. But when I saw this documentary, it's almost like all that practice I was giving my mind all of a sudden was able to be open to this. So well-being resource. Awesome. And then I created my logo, had somebody design a site, and then I was just off and running. And yeah, it was a really interesting time. I had to dig deep 
because it it takes a lot to start a business, especially yeah. something that so many people are going to see. It's, it's your identity, you, know, you want to make sure, and you want it to live your truest self and representing, re- yes. representing, representing it. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. It's almost like probably how Led Zeppelin felt when they penned uh, "Stairway to Heaven." You know, it's like once you finally feel that creative flow, it's just it's just easy. See, well, not easy, but you know yeah. what I mean. It's just it, it's more inspiring, and it just keeps you pushing for more. So how many, are you doing yeah. all this on your own? Obviously you have some people helping you with the art and, and probably helping with your mm-hmm. print, but uh, is it just you doing this all from the top? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. I, I do have um, a couple of designers I work with that do, you know, some ad design and, you know, uh, promotional material design and stuff. Um, and then I have an assistant. I did do it all my own to start aside from the design and of course the printing. Um, but it just was so much. So I was like, you know what, let me hire somebody to help with, you know, a lot of admin and just, you know, some of the non-creative side. Um, and I hired somebody and I had her working with me maybe for about four years now. And I'm just so grateful. She's wonderful, <laughs> you know, and um, so that helps a lot. Having an assistant to kind of help with certain things I just don't want to do and or don't have time to do and I can have her do. Um, yeah, and I have to say the hiring process, that's the other thing too, is I was never a sole business owner where I was in charge of everything. So, you know, hiring can even be, a little scary because you're like, am I going to hire the right person? And with her, you know, um, I, I interviewed a few people and some were just low energy or just, it just didn't feel right. And with her, she just had the high energy, the enthusiasm. So I was like, okay, let's do this. Yeah. Let's do this. And she's maintained that all the way through. So that's another lesson I learned was, you know, go with your gut. Go with your gut. If it doesn't feel right, keep it moving. Absolutely. And it's also a wise (laughs) investment just because you'll, you'll be able to focus on the things that you are passionate about and you also gain a a friend and a partner. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Cool. So what's, what's next for, uh, what's, what's next? I mean, actually going back to the business stuff, um, you Mm -hmm. you have business services on your site too, and there's holistic business Mm -hmm business, uh, like accountant, accountants, business coaching, financial advisors, they, they all do this through the, uh, the prism of holistic, uh, theology, I guess we could say. Mm-hmm. So the people featured, even if it's not a traditional holistic pra- healing practitioner, the people featured and, or the business, um, the like, re- uh, hotels and different places that are featured that aren't necessarily healers, um, they have a mindset of natural health and wellness and knowing that that is going to be helpful for overall life and, and or, uh, well, I should say, and they are interested themselves. So it's something that they're interested in, something that they utilize and practice in their own life so they can more connect with those that are also interested. That's, so that's like, for example, we have an injury um attorney Chadwick Johnson and he um, is an attorney that helps people who have had a car accident or something like that but he's also a mindfulness um, teacher a meditation teacher or and teaches mindfulness workshops which 
you usually don't find that with attorneys, but this is something he does for free that he offers up to the community. Wow. Um, but he's always done even prior to his being an attorney. So that's why he likes to be a well-being resource because it's something he's really passionate about. So he wants to be, you know, involved with the community and make sure those um, interested in holistic and natural healing also know about him and what he offers. Right. And I think that's great because it's almost like, you know, where you're going is going to be open minded, at least to um, to what you are at least trying to explore or expand on. And it's almost like you're just going Mm -hmm. towards a good vibe tribe. You know, I, I feel like I've been, mm-hmm. I've been, there feel, you go. <laughs> yeah, I've been feeling this this collect collection of people just getting together. Uh, you know, obviously digitally, but it feels like people are starting to connect more, um, and 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 just want to promote that peaceful message and and just feeling good and living healthy and not necessarily taking things so seriously. And I think we can all benefit from getting out to nature and checking these these places mm-hmm. out. And so, I, I mean. I love this. And I, I, I still haven't gotten the new copy. Did you, did you mail it? Yes, I did. Yeah, okay. It's probably sitting you know, in my mailbox. There is those dang mail. Uh, what do you call it? Um, slow mail going on. Yeah. These yeah, days. They, but yeah. I mailed it maybe a week ago. Due to COVID it's, it's still in the, I don't know. It's probably in the Bay area, but um, at least I have the digital <laughs> version and I was, I was browsing through it over the last couple of days. And um, I just, it. I was just browsing um, here. You, you know of some addiction recovery places and, and uh, counseling and psychology. Mm-hmm. Counseling and psychology, especially right now during these mm-hmm. times of COVID, are so important. And I-, I can speak for myself when I say that there's depression is real, especially when we can't go certain places that we don't have access to. Um, or, you know, vacations, travel. There's that stuff isn't happening, so it's really causing a lot of uh, hard times. So with yeah. the the, the therapy and, and psychology are these all these places um, accessible to, to everybody? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and especially now there are people throughout the directory that offer virtual services, but absolutely the coaches and the counselors and therapists, mm-hmm. they you know, and energy healers too, they're all um, offering virtual services for people. So, yeah, and Also, something that you'll notice um, in the directory when you're flipping through is often those featured will have a special offer for people that are well-being resource readers, whether it be a free consultation just to kind of talk and get to know each other or some really special rate for first-time clients. So that people will notice um, throughout the guide, too, when they're taking a peek through. I think you might have said, where are we going from here? So I am going to be redesigning the site and just making that more accessible for people and also expanding it beyond the greater Sacramento region. So into Reno and different areas, um, because there are holistic practitioners, you know, in various areas, pretty much all areas throughout um, the country, well, at least the coasts, I don't know about the Midwest, but I'm sure even there, you know, it's growing. And that's another thing with this is when I first started and getting really interested in all these different modalities, um, it was not widely accepted or widely known. And as the years have gone on each year that goes on that I've been doing. So this current edition is my ninth annual edition. And then for six years prior to that, we were doing the Healing Artists of the Sacramento region. So 
in that time frame, so much has changed. You know, people are not necessarily wanting to be addicted or dependent on pharmaceuticals and or want to learn more about nutrition and other healing modalities instead of just slapping a Band-Aid, AKA pharmaceutical in many cases. They want to heal. They want to see how they can be self-sufficient. So as the years have gone on, um, it's become more um, just normalized, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So, yeah. So the different uh, modalities throughout the directory, um, you know, some people will be very familiar with now. Some will be new. Um, but it's just a fun way to explore and see what, you know, what feels good for you. Yeah. And it, everybody is different. There's something for everybody yeah. in it. Um, is there anything in there that you personally, that, that doesn't really resonate mm-hmm. with you? Um, that, that, uh, and I don't want to talk negative about anybody because you wouldn't put them in there mm-hmm. if there, if it wasn't for your well being. But mm-hmm. <laughs> is there anything like in there that just like, ah, it just doesn't do it for me. I know you mentioned that um, some of the yeah. spiritual stuff isn't really in your wheelhouse. Um, but is there anything specific that you can think of that it's like, yeah, it's just not my thing. Yeah. You know, I have to say um, energy healing, like, okay, for example, you really like Reiki. You mm-hmm. tried Reiki. So for me, I found that more of the physical things uh, have been really beneficial for me. So herbs, that's physical, you know, that's something physical that you take. Now it does work on an energetic level. So there is that, but it's, uh, it's herbs, you know, it's food basically like, uh, yeah, herbs, like herbs you cook with, but it's at a concentrated form. Um, So herbs work really well for me. Yoga has been amazingly life-changing, powerful, as I mentioned, for me too. It just really evened out my, so much hormonally, um, my uh, mindset, my perspective on the world. So those are things that I feel like work better for me are the more physical, tangible, um, even though those very much work on an energetic level as well. Um, But for me personally, Reiki has not been powerful for me. It just feels so subtle and I don't notice a big difference for me, but for other people, it's powerful. Like for you, Mm -hmm. you, you've noticed things that have been really beneficial for you with Reiki. Yeah. And it's, it's hard to explain, but I can understand where you're coming from, where you need that tangible uh, experience, whether it's, you know, physical Mm -hmm. or internal, um, because sometimes it's, it's hard to, and it's not a, a bad thing if you can't attain that ability, if if you will, to feel energy flow. It's just something that is just natural in all of us. And if if you're not more, if you're not attuned to it, that's okay. Um, but there is something about it that it it's just an electric current that I can feel. I can feel it throughout wow. the day. Sometimes I'll just feel this buzz uh, flowing through me, and that usually means that my chakras are are doing its thing. Um, nice. yeah, it's, it's a, it's a very rejuvenating, refreshing, and it's almost like, uh, when you, you probably feel it when you're, when you're grounding anywhere, if you're, if you're just grounding in a nice open field or in a park or at the ocean, um, you know, water is always mm-hmm. a great conduit for, for grounding. So mm-hmm. it, that, that's kind of a place where any one of us can feel, ah, just if, even if you just feel a little refreshed, 
That's that's your energy mm-hmm. flow going the way it's supposed to. And yeah, it, and it's it's totally fine if you're not into it. And that's there's no mm-hmm. harm, no foul. You're finding your way because like I said, everybody's different. Yeah. And I find that, you know, go with what you're drawn to. If there's something that piques your interest, go with that because that's usually the right one. You know, the herbs, I was just like, let's stop in the store and check it out. Mm-hmm. Right. It just piqued my interest. And then within a month, I had my experience and was able to go revisit and get that guidance. And then the yoga piqued my interest. Um, so that's what I recommend for people too, is if there's something that piques your interest or somebody you meet, it's like, no, I want to explore this. That's, that's usually going to be the right one for you. And then keeping in mind too, there are different practitioners, there are different yoga teachers and your connection with that person might be stronger. Um, thus what they're offering may be even uh, that much more powerful for you too. Definitely. I totally believe in that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it could be the good vibe tribe, but not everybody's going to vibe. <laughs> We're all, yeah. So it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's always, it's just like picking out a doctor or a therapist or a friend. It's, it's just making that chemistry happen. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. I had some other things oh, that please. I don't know oh, if you not, wanted to like splice in or not. But they might not be appropriate, so you can just cut it out if not. Have you heard but, the podcast? Um, I, it's not all appropriate here. Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, you, you can share whatever you want. <laughs> okay. Or if it's just is not interesting, you can cut it out. But, um, okay, so my first time I ever left the country was to India. Also, with Expanding Light, that retreat center I went to, they were doing group trips. Um, and they're like, oh, we're going to India. And it's like, oh, my God. That would be awesome, but it just felt so big. And I was like, I asked my brother, I was like, should I go? It's this is how much it is. This is for how long. He's like, definitely go because I'm kind of more uh, reserved and not a risk taker. So anyway, so I went and it was amazing. And I just remember one many memorable moments, but one I was on the beach and I I closed my eyes. Oh, it was on the Arabian Sea. It was in India, but it was on the Arabian Sea and the water was so warm. It was so wonderful. And I just remember closing my eyes and feeling this breeze on my cheek. And it just felt so blissful. I was like, oh, (laughs) you know, it was great. And just a moment I remembered. And then I came home and I don't know, weeks or a month or something like that later, I was outside in Sacramento and felt a breeze on my cheek and just close because I love that. I love that sensation, Mm. you know, and I just closed my eyes and took a deep breath. And I just felt like I was back in India. Wow. So I just was like, what I learned from that is you can be any place and be in bliss. You don't have to be there. You don't have to be on. I'd love to hear more about your places that made you feel that yummy connection that Mm. I was talking about. Um, But we don't have to be there. We can just close our eyes, get present and feel what's going on around us, especially, you know, in the good times, it's easier. But just feel that, you know, for me, I felt that breeze. And I was like, I felt as blissful in that moment in Sacramento as I did on the beach in India on the Arabian Sea. Mm -hmm. So that was just a good lesson for me, you know, just to be present and just to feel and, um, you know, quiet the mind. I've been trying to practice living in the moment 
extra hard lately. It's like I'm trying. I'm setting it up to maximum level, turning it up to eleven because it's it's becoming harder to find those things to anticipate and look forward to. Um, so, given that reality, we can't just sit yeah. around going, "Oh man, that really sucks. I'm not going to be able to go to that concert or whatever the case may be." Yeah. And you know, conversely, when people try to go out of town, say, well, let's just go to Hawaii and, and, you know, our problems won't chase us. Well, you're going to still be dealing mm-hmm. with those problems because they're still in you. You're, they're still, you got to deal with them before you run away. It's just, um, it's, it's an amazing mindset to have. And it's sometimes really difficult to get to. I still, it's still, it's a practice. That's why they call it mm-hmm. a practice, right? It's a practice. Exactly. Yeah. So, and we all, we all have yeah. our, our tough times, but we also, um, I feel like there's an upswing coming. I don't know what it is. It's just something that I'm picking up. Um, but, you know, I mentioned that we're going to watch the debate tonight because this is when uh, the first presidential debate is being recorded or oh my be- goodness. filming while it's we're recording. This. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it's it's going to be yeah. crazy. But I think amongst all the chaos, I think that as, as much as we try to project what we want to see in the world, I think it will uh, manifest. Hallelujah. It's a powerful time. How about just envision what we want? How about there was another teacher that I listened to. His name is Mark. His name is Mark Allen. He wrote, uh, oh my God, just so many books. But anyways, and he's a publisher. I met him before I was a publisher. And uh, he, um, he calls it an experiment. Just mm-hmm. make it an experiment. There you go. How about, how about, how would you envision your future to be? Mm-hmm. And how about just experiment with envisioning it and the possibility of it? It can't hurt. And I like that you said on your last podcast too, you said something about, you just kind of felt like we were all of this going on. We're going to end up in a more peaceful place. Did mm-hmm. you say something like that? Yeah. I think in the that, last podcast? I think there's, I'm going to get a little woo-woo here, but I do think that there's Yay. there's some sort of ascension <laughs> happening. Um, there there are there are beings amongst us, and I'm not saying just like, like aliens or or extraterrestrials or anything like that. I think that there are beings like you and me that are here for a purpose to either um, help pass a message mm-hmm. along, help vibrate pe- people at a higher vibration. And I think there's more of those types of people walking amongst us than there are mm. those that are trying to bring us down. And you can assign whatever the bad guy is um, on your own time. But we all know that we we who want true, true peace and, and happiness and harmony is nearly impossible to be attained. But we can envision it. And to get there, I think that there's going to be some sort of mass awakening. And I think that People are going to realize that we have more control over our existence than we than we think, um, and I think that that's that goes to what you're saying about we can just imagine what a what the world we want to live in to be like, and let's let's try it out because mm-hmm. I mean we're basically being reduced to to zero. We're being reset in this moment. It feels like. Um, Despite all the the challenges with the virus and and uh, the the political climate and the, the racial tension. All that stuff, I think, mm. is just the boiling point that we needed to get to in order to um, to really see the, the truth in us and expose us for who we are. It's almost like we're having a mirror look looking right at us because what else are we to do? We're supposed to be 
sheltered in place and we're supposed to be away from each other. We're not supposed to be com- getting together and being in a community, but we still have this well-being resource. It's bringing people together and we still have the channels and the ability to still plan and, and try to create revolution. You know, somebody was saying that they closed down bars because revolutions started in bars. And I thought it was kind of silly because, you know, that's back in the the uh, colonial times. But it it seems kind of true. Like we, we needed places to go in order to really figure out what we wanted and um, ex- share our ideas and share our, uh, our, our belief systems. And, you know, I think we're becoming a lot more open minded. And I think that possibility is is upon us. It really does. Yeah, I love that perspective. I think that that's possible for yeah. sure. Yeah. I love that. If anybody did want to connect, um, we already mentioned the website, of course, before I love wellbeing.com. And then also my um, handle on the different social media channels is I love wellbeing um, on Facebook. I love, I love wellbeing on Instagram. Facebook. So, um, uh-huh. Yeah. So like Facebook.com forward slash I love wellbeing. And then on Instagram, it's I love wellbeing as well. I just had you say it one so more time because it people. cut out a little bit. That's all. Sorry about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So if anybody wants to connect, I'm happy to there. And if anybody wants some guidance as far as if they have something that they have going on that they're just not sure you know, who might be a good fit for them. Of course, they can look in the directory or they can reach out to me and I'd be happy to um, guide them the way. Chill Jill knows a guy for your needs. (laughs) That's right. That's right. I try my best. Ah, my first awakening kind of experience, I'll just tell you like that, was, um, I was like, how old was I? Because I think I told you my mom passed when I was 15, almost 16. Mm -hmm. So my brother and I were living alone, you know, and I was just going through all my shit on my own. And some guy like dumped me, right? He went back with his ex-girlfriend. So I was like, oh, and I was just crying. And I just was like, oh my God. And I went outside at night, looked up at the stars and was like, is this, is this again, nature? And um, quiet solitude. And I said, is this all there is? like being dumped and like people gossiping like is this all there is Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden i just started getting downloads like quotes almost not inspirational quotes you've heard of but almost like inspirational quotes do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. downloaded Mm -hmm. like shall like that thing where it said shall i'm like i would never say shall in my whole life so that was not me that was something else coming through. And it was just like inspiration. I, I, I had awakened and I thought this was just my new life. I was like, this, oh, this is what it is. Cause I asked, is this all there is to life? And then it basically showed me, no, like this is what it is. And just all these just amazing words of wisdom that sounded ancient and simple, like few words, but just so profound. I was like, wow. And my silliness at the time, I didn't write anything down. I did not write anything down. I just thought this was my new life. And just slowly but surely going to work or just getting caught up in whatever, TV, whatever, it slowly quieted and that just went away. Wow. But that was my first experience. I was like, 
this shit is there is some really deep amazing blissful like possibilities in the world and it's interesting brandon and thank you because through talking all of this out it's made me realize it's it's nature ideally but and quiet and solitude and just being open and receptive Mm. and not guidance comes and i feel like you're really similar to me in some ways but maybe everybody feels that way about you i well it it it, it does feel that way and but (laughs) when you said downloads that was like that's the word that i use all the time because it will hit me um not consistently and and sometimes not frequently but lately it's been pretty frequent and it's almost really? like, yeah. And, and the oh. way that I envision it is almost like that, that just straight posture with the, with hands back and, you know, down and, and just receiving light. And it's, it's just a, a pouring of data download. And, and mm. I've done some research in it and, and I don't know how much you've done on it, but I, I, I just heard that it's basically our ancestors um, giving us knowledge uh, through that channel of energy. And mm. it's, there was, there was an, there's a really profound experience just the, a couple of months ago, I was laying in bed and it was a, I was, I was anxious. I've been dealing with anxiety for a couple of uh, weeks at this time and it just turned into panic attacks and I had never experienced panic attacks before. It was awful. Okay. It was debilitating. And I had gone home one day after work and I, I tried to nap through the afternoon and then I woke up and it was almost like, and I, I'm going to equate it to like being on acid or something because I wasn't having the hallucinations. I was just shaking like I was on a drug or something and I was trying to breathe and, and calmly get down, but I couldn't. And it was just this shooting uh, shot, just a big vibrating um, rod that was going down my core. Yeah. And I was just kind of laying on my side, shaking it out, almost like I was in withdrawals or something. And I, I did a little bit of digging, and I think that I went through like some sort of Kundalini awakening. And I've never, I, I've I've done some digging on it. And Brent and Melissa had mentioned something in one of their visits w- uh, with Sac Spirit, who they did a reading at our house, and they were like, "Hey, you, are you dabbling in this Kundalini?" And this, I said, "I don't know, am I?" <laughs> and and he mm-hmm. he said, "Be careful because it's 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 powerful stuff." And um, I think that the, I think the best way to describe it is we're almost like we're just little antennas and we are we're, we're conduits to uh, the earth from the the energy around us. And I think that we what we do is we transfer that energy into the earth and it resonates out and it, it creates that world that we're talking about. Like it's almost like a magic like it, it's it really is something that's untangible and I I wish there was a better way to describe it, but that's what's great about this uh, this community is it's still growing, and it that's why we are all practicing these things because it's still so new. But I think we're at this this edge of uh, just cosmic evolution. I think it's going to be big, mm-hmm. yeah. So that those da- you know, those, those downloads our- are real. Oh yeah, for sure. Did you get words of any words coming through or I, was it more just energetic? I don't ever really get words. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I do. But it's but actually the way that my guides talk to me really are through songs. 
um, or okay. or uh, media. It's always something either media based, but the synchronicities that I've that I've been experiencing lately have been um, in 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 nature, and I've been mm-hmm. it's something new for me because it's always been uh, material stuff that has been the way and and Sierra Padva uh, of the she does the uh, energy work as well. Um, she said mm-hmm. that my my guides tell me what I want to hear or tell me what they need me to hear through various lyrics and songs. And I, so I've, I've always oh taken that with me and, and it's, it, it's pretty accurate. I think, I mean, it's always served mm-hmm. its purpose and sometimes like the experience that you had, it just hits you in a different way. And it's so uh, eye opening because it gives you a little bit uh, better sense and almost a boost of excitement. It's almost like watching people go mm-hmm. up into space. It's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. But you get to feel it that feels inside. real. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. And it's just that real, authentic, like there's more than just this small life. Mm-hmm. It's so much more expansive, mm-hmm. you know, and that feels good. Because if this, if this is all there is, it's just, it doesn't. How boring is Something that? doesn't feel so, right? <laughs> I mean, it's not that boring. It's, just, it's pretty awesome, but. <laughs> There's so much yeah. more to explore. It's so much more, you know. So yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that awakening story with me. Yeah. That, that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. You can slice it in if you want. <laughs> I, I <laughs> that, plan um, on it. That was good. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's interesting. You were saying, like, you know, sitting up. And both times I was standing and like this. Yeah. Standing, you're like looking up into the sky or out you know kind of like this into nature so it was kind of like this you know yeah creating creating your own antenna just to receive the message right yeah we're just little radio transmitters and i want to start doing that more because i feel like honestly that those words of wisdom that i got you know you are the seeker of everything seek me and i shall show you all um that was real shit, you know? And we can always go back and be like, oh, I wish I would have listened and lived my life that way. But it's like, you know what? It could have just been be in nature, be in solitude, be in silence and let that in because it's just so much more profound, real and authentic than anything 99% of the people out there can ever tell me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the truth. That this gives a little bit of uh, validation to those that, that suffer from the uh, electrical currents and waves that are around them. Have you ever heard of this disability? I I don't know what, this, what it's called, but they just they, like an extreme sensitivity sensitivity the EFT or yeah. So they have to actually go live mm-hmm. out in solitude in order to even just be comfortable because they're so disturbed by these uh, frequencies. Um, and it's all real, but just just they're on a they're on a different level because it's an actual disability that they, they have, but. For all of us, we are all being interfered with by everything that's around us. These monitors that we're looking at, the the TVs that we have on, yeah. our cell phones could be mm-hmm. could be uh, cloaking devices for our energy field. And I'm not saying that literally, but you know, I got to put on my tinfoil hat if I want to say that. But the, <laughs> the uh, just the all these distractions and us looking down um, is pointing oh, us yeah. pointing us away True from that. from accessing that that kind of uh that kind of force yeah. it's the opposite that's yeah. true it's the opposite of that open receptive mm-hmm. mm. 
you know, you're just closing down to your inner knowing. It's not, it's not rocket surgery. I think it's, uh, it's, it's pretty, no. pretty easy to, to understand or at least expand your mind and, 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 and listen to that type of concept and go, you know what, there, there could be more. I mean, at least for the skeptics out there, because it's not all cheeseburgers and property and, um, borders and i don't know i know i'm getting a little bit uh political <laughs> thank you so much jill i, I really appreciate okay. the time we spent thank until, you Brandon. until next time namaste bitches namaste the rad